At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. If you are wondering... Why is somebody else doing the intro? Well, that's because Jim Viscardi is not here, but I am here. This is Christian Hoffer, and I am joined uh, by my co-host, Megan Peters. Hello. We are both physically present, as I believe Hoffer has said before in many podcasts, uh, and Jim Viscardi isn't. So this is one of those shows where literally anything can happen. So yep. it's, it's no script. Gonna... We're just throwing the script out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we're checking out everything. You know, we're we're doing it live. We actually do this live every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern on ComicBook.com's Twitch channel. Uh, I we have a, a lot of uh, regular viewers in our chat right now. Hello to all of you. Um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, um, well, thank you uh, as always. Uh, there's usually a spiel that Jim does. I can't remember all of it at at the top of my off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll get to it eventually. Um, but yeah, let's just dive into things. Megan, we have some breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. News. It's been a while since we've had a breaking news report. We still don't have a visual for that, but everyone just imagine a siren going off because we have yep. breaking news. I go. There we go. I'll, I'll come Love up with it. something something more clever. Uh, later, I have like a screaming goat button that maybe I'll I'll go and like throw that in. Anyways, the breaking news is this: the Pokemon Company is making not one but two Charizard cards. That's all right. right. The rarest of all the Pokemon cards, those featuring Charizard, a you know Pokemon that no one likes. Um, he is getting two cards, one of which is actually out now. The interesting thing about this, though, Megan, is you need to. Go to Costco in Canada to get it. Oh, well, you know, that's kind of difficult to do given the current nature of the pandemic. But I do have friends in Canada and I might pay for them to get a Costco membership. Yeah, so explain th- what what do they need to do? So so basically uh, it was discovered that uh, Costco's in Canada are currently selling like a promo pack. Uh, that contains five of those, uh, they're, they're the Canto partner tins that you, or mm-hmm. Canto power tins, something Canto tins, but it also comes with four promo cards. These are all reprints of previous Pokemon cards. One of them is a Charizard card, as a Charizard promo card currently only available in Canada. And that is, um, you know, that that is a pretty big deal. Um, as I mentioned, there are two. Charizard mm-hmm. cards uh, that we're, we're starting this week off with. The second one is a reprint of the infamous base set Charizard card. Uh, the, the one that, you know, currently sells for hundreds of thousands of dollars if it's graded and has a 10 scale and has been touched by Logan Paul. 
Um, you know, naturally, yeah, it, it needs to be touch all those three things to sell for six figures nowadays. Um, but they are reprinting this along with the base set Venusaur. No word on base set Blastoise yet. Um, no, that's those, so upsetting. Those are all getting reprinted as a uh, part of the 25th anniversary set, um, which will be um, released in October. Now, Megan, you you've you've followed the Pokemon trading card game for years, right? So you've you've Correct. seen all the weirdo mechanics that they've brought in and phased out over the years. Absolutely. Guess what? They are bringing all of them back. Why? Uh, I, I I don't. <laughs> Why? To celebrate the 25th anniversary, like everything from, um, you know, they're they're bringing everything from I saw Delta cards. I oh, saw um, Gold Star cards like they are uh, dark card trainer. Uh, the trainer's Pokemon cards. We're getting a Lance Dragonite V card, I think. Um, okay, no, that's I can get into that. That's fine. I like yeah. that. So like a lot of old mechanics and, you know, uh, these are all promo cards. So these are all new versions of cards. Um, that, you know, card special types of cards that have appeared in the past and they're bringing them all back for like one week only uh, for the 25th anniversary pack. This is the, the we've talked about this a little bit before. Uh, these are the mini packs. They've got the uh, whole, um, you know, there's only going to be like 26 cards or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. It is Lance's Charizard, not Lance's Dragonite. Uh, thank you, Calder027. Um, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I got my, got my, well, dra- you know, Dragonite's an actual dragon. Well, listen, Charizard's not a dragon, you know. Okay, just- he is, I'm sorry if he's not considered a dragon type, but he's a dragon. He is a <laughs> literal fire dragon. I don't care who you're telling me is that's, if that's not the case, that's the case. I don't know why he doesn't get the cool dragon type, but. Actually, I suppose that. I suppose this means technically that is another breaking news. We are getting breaking a third news. Charizard card coming oh, out. You know, the geez. Lance's Charizard, man. You know, yeah. I, because because Lance was at the beginning there, I totally, you know, didn't even think of, you know, the fact that that, that would also be a Charizard card. So if you are a Charizard fan, then who is really? Like who who even Logan likes Paul. Charizard? Logan Paul, Logan, Logan I have Paul. to assume, is a Charizard fan. Confirmed Charizard fan Logan Paul. Uh, So yeah, so there's there is just a just a bunch of Charizard cards. They're 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 really going going to the well there. Uh, Let's Mm -hmm. see her. Uh, You know that was a a weird segue to start off with things, but you know we we got to stick to the. Oh shoot, that was supposed to talking about this base set was supposed to be like one of our like big talking segments. That's okay. Like I said, we threw out the script here. Jim Viscardi's not on this podcast to keep us in line. Christian Hoffer has two kids and I have two cats. So we're just, you know, sleep deprived. And of course, it's a Monday. So I think we should roll into the uh, community day for Pokemon because I have a lot of I have a lot of feelings about this. Yeah. So I believe we talked about this very briefly last week because I think they like announced the news at literally the end of the podcast. Um, you know, Tepig is going to be uh, our featured community day Pokemon, um, which will be, uh, I think that's like next, what is that, next weekend? Like literally it's, it's, it's happening. It's happening very mm-hmm. soon. Um, so Tepig is going to be the next one. And Megan, what are your thoughts on this? Since you said that you have thoughts on this. 
Well, it's mainly I've seen the internet having thoughts on it about people complaining, but mainly I'm pretty excited about it because I think Tepic is an adorable Pokemon, which is apparently a controversial opinion for some people. Wait, uh, I guess if you, I guess if you like kind of grew up in the era where like teacup pigs were super cute, uh, you, you kind of like Tepic, which is kind of the, the era of Tepic. So I am very, uh, pleased about Tepic showing up. Um, mainly for me, I am not. Like, I have Tepic now. I have, like, all the, the evolutionary forms. Like, it's not like I'm needing one, but I just I just love catching that silly little Pokemon. I don't yeah. know why. Well, it's Brings got me one, some great nostalgia. It's, uh, it's got one of the best uh, shinies of basically any of the star Pokemon. By the way, this Community Day is taking place this Saturday, July 3rd. Um, so, you know, like I said, very soon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're getting Tepig. Um, it's got a great, have you, have you seen the shiny, uh, for, for Tepig? No, I'm gonna have to look it up really quick. Uh, let's, let's I don't see. know. I don't think I, I mean, I have very few shiny and I'm not someone who shiny hunts. As I've said multiple times in this podcast, I don't really care for shiny forms. If I get it, I get it. I just want to necessarily collect the base set. Um, but if Tepig shiny is cute. I'm seeing Might if I can it. find a good image that we can throw up here. Um, Tepic shiny. Oh, he is pretty cute. It's the embors and like the, the, the higher evolutions that it looks really, really cool. I can't find like a yeah. good image to throw up here, but you know, it's got yeah. like blue flames going for it. So if you're listening yeah. to this, take your time and, um, you know, uh, give it a shot for uh, a nice my hero. Yeah, I was about to say for for the my hero academia fans. If Embor is Endeavor, then shiny Embor is is your uh, is your Dobby. Um, yeah. so, so what happens when we get like extra shiny and it becomes like Shoto and it's both? <laughs> you know, it, it's both. That's that's your what your Delta Pokemon. Uh, where yeah, the one that <laughs> or like Mega Evolved. You can tell that Jim's not here because we've already you're, we're already going off on some uh, you know going off into major weeb territory already. Oh yeah, we've like, gone full otaku here. At least Jim <laughs> does know what My Hero Academia it is. Thank, I, thank God. I live and breathe My Hero Academia, so <laughs> that's me. Um, yeah. But yeah, overall, Tepic, I I am I am pretty excited for it. I will see now if I can get now that I've seen the comparison to Dabby, I do want to get a shiny. To evolve because I have more than enough candy, uh, just so I can name it uh, Dabby. That's it. That's the only reason. So thank you in the chat for everyone uh, giving me that excellent idea. I gotta try to get me a Dabby now. Yeah, well, you know that's that's like one of my favorite. Like it's it's mainly an animation thing. I'm sure this happens in like live action too, but I, I can't really think of it. Is you know you know that a fire powered character is getting serious when their flames turn blue. Um, like you know, it's mm -hmm. like it was like that's like one of those like cool moments that happens in like any like anime or I guess like normal cartoons too. And it's like, oh, this one's got blue flames. You know, some stuff's about to go down. Yeah, yeah, they're getting real overheated in this case. But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. So wait, so I feel like technically at that point, shiny Embor should be more powerful. If its flames are blue, it should be stronger. You know, it should be hotter. It should be able to attack more. Uh, Calder27 asks, aren't blue flames less hot? Actually, no, blue flames are hotter than red and yellow flames. It's, 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 uh, one of those curious, uh, little facts of physics. Um, you know, you learn mm -hmm. something new every day. Um, yeah. let's see, let's see here. What, what other news do we got here that we can talk about? We've, we've covered Tepig. 
uh, we've got um, uh, let's let's talk about uh, Pokemon Adventures because that's that's kind of a little bit more on a serious note here. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, I mean, if you're familiar with the Pokemon manga, there are. You know, a couple different iterations of the series in Japan. Uh, here in the United States, the most commonly known one is Pokemon Adventures. That's the one that, you know, doesn't have as much uh, controversial content, I might say, that's been censored in the U.S. Uh, so it's the one that's basically kind of its own, like, um, parallel adaptation of the video games. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, I, you know, Pokemon Adventures has been consistently published since, like, 1997 or something. I mean, it's it's been there and it's had consistently one creator. And unfortunately, the manga has just recently entered a hiatus um, due to the creator's health. Um, they're you know they're having some health issues that they're keeping you know private at this time. But it is uh, enough that they're not able to continue publishing the manga as expected. So rather than having a different creator come in and you know take over the series, I guess, for a period of time. Uh, Pokemon has just decided to do a short little hiatus. Um, so currently, there's no new manga to expect coming out uh, for Pokemon Adventures. Uh, you know, no volume releases that are, you know, coming forward, because obviously in the United States, at least, um, the, the Pokemon volumes are, you know, quite far behind and being translated to English. Um, but anyways, in Japan, currently the, uh, you know, creators going on hiatus. Um, and, you know, if you're familiar again, kind of approaching weeb territory, <laughs> if you are familiar uh, with um, manga creators, you know, they are the primary people. They are doing the layouts. They're doing the drawings. They, they do the inkings. They do a lot. And while they do have assistants who help them, you know, the manga creators, um, you know, are kind of like a one man army when it comes to creating, you know, you know, whatever their series they're doing. Um, and so this man has been doing it since the, the late mid nineties of 1990s. Like he, Damn. he deserves a break. Um, and, you know, in the chat, uh, user Olumac, you know, kind of nails on the head that after, you know, the Berserk manga creator passing away, they're taking health more seriously for manga creators. I feel like um, if you're aware, the creator of Berserk, um, very, very influential and popular manga did pass away um, kind of unexpectedly due to health issues. Um, and Berserk struggled with hiatuses in its last a year or or so roughly. Um, and a lot of fans who didn't understand why Berserk went on hiatus, you know, sent a lot of hate to the creator, not knowing his health situation. Uh, so I am absolutely gun ho for this for this hiatus if the creator needs to take a health break take a health break put yourself first pokemon can wait it is absolutely something that can do that currently the creator jujutsu kaisen which is a very popular manga is doing that um so i for one am very pro hiatus if that means that the creator gets to take time to take care of themselves basically so uh right. that turned in kind of a rant on my part <laughs> but no. uh I mean, it, it, it's, it's a serious topic within the community, not necessarily Pokemon, um, but within the manga and to a degree, the comics community as a whole. Um, burnout is very real. It's, it is a very real situation. Um, and when you start getting health issues because of it, you need to put yourself first. Yeah. 
Well, and um, you know, and and just to add some additional context on the the Pokemon Adventures, this is the author who is going on hiatus. So this is one of the Pokemon Adventures is one of the rare manga that um, you know has a, a creative team. I mean, mm-hmm. every every manga has a creative team because usually uh, the, the the creators have multiple assistants and stuff like this. But in this mm-hmm. case, it is more styled, uh, more similar to. Uh, Western uh, comics and that it has an author and an artist. And so in this case, it is the author um, who is uh, Hidenore Kusaka, uh, who is going yes. on, um, you know, go- going on, high, you know, he's, he's taking the break. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I am fully in agreement with you, Megan. I mean, um, you know, the even uh, like the, the most popular uh, manga creators, um, you know, just go and, you know, they they have brutal schedules it's very unforgiving um mm-hmm. they can't really afford to take a lot of time off you know um you know with that whole you know because they they're expected to put out chapters on a weekly basis and you know they mm-hmm. do not have a lot of windows um to to go and um you know they they don't have a lot of room for error um, and, you know, that's that's one of like the really sad things is, you know, unless, you know, if you're if you're a popular, very popular creator, then you can usually get away with taking breaks more or, you know, more often than not. But, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, the creators who have like those middling series or series that are, you know, uh, kind of on the cusp with cancellation, obviously Pokemon Adventures doesn't have this problem, but a lot of other you know, manga creators, you know, have to deal with this. And so they put their work before their health, which is really just awful and unfortunate so hopefully this will mm-hmm. continue a trend um because we've been seeing this a lot happen a lot more often and um mm-hmm. you know hopefully hopefully this leads to some reforms in the manga industry as people should not be working mm-hmm. themselves to death um, yeah and and as a side note hopefully this gives uh the the artist who's currently there's been two separate artists on pokemon adventures uh, the manga the current one is satoshi yamamoto so hopefully he gets to take a little break uh because he's been he's been on this since like volume 10 or 11 i believe mm-hmm. so he he he's been drawn up like crazy <laughs> so hopefully hopefully they both get the rest that they need um to to come back stronger than ever because it's a brutal schedule it's yeah. it's brutal yeah, it's it's just awful. Um, so let's let's talk about you know now now that we brought things down. Um, let's see here. Um, we've got one other story to chat about before we go to our break, um, and that is uh, Pokemon Unite. You know, uh, hype is starting to build. The game is coming out uh, next month, sometime like literally in a matter of weeks, um, mm-hmm. and we're starting to see some previews about the um, you know different Pokemon. So. Uh, the Pokemon Unite Twitter account has been releasing like 30 second clips of, um, you know, actually showing what the Pokemon can do. There was a uh, play test over in Japan to test the network strength of the game. And uh, a lot of people got a chance to like actually try uh, out the game. And surprisingly, the the hype is pretty positive. Like I am I am like genuinely stunned. Like people are saying like, you know, this is not a bad game. I'll take it. I mean, I, I, after the cinematic trailer, I am excited. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely willing to give it a shot. No, no doubt about it. So they, they've, they've kind of shown off a little bit more of the like costumes and stuff too. And, you know, uh, one, one like little like tidbit that's come out of all this, like, you know, if, if you are interested in seeing like how gameplay actually works, take a look at the Pokemon Unite Twitter account. 
Um, it, it, they're they're running like two clips uh, highlighting different Pokemon from the game uh, every day. Um, but um, one of the things I found interesting was the costumes. Not only are they like cosmetic stuff, some of them come with their own like animations and things like that. I'm like, okay, now I can see why oh, people no. are going to want to buy these. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's especially because that's something fans in Lee's base game have been asking, but you know, it's going to be inevitable that people are going to start complaining that they have to pay extra for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Pokemon Unite coming out next month. Um, yeah, that's it. So I think it is about time for us to take an ad break and pay for the show. Um, but when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, Pokemon Go Fest and uh, we'll talk about some other stuff too. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for waiting. Uh, let's dive right back into things. So since we, we kind of uh, already went f- over the Pokemon trading card game 25th anniversary set. I figured we'd do a change of pace because I have stumbled onto something that is quite frankly adorable. Now, if you are a longtime listener of the show, you know that uh, occasionally Jim will read reviews of, uh, of, of our podcast. And, you know, if you read, if you send in a review and we read it on, on the podcast, then you get a free t-shirt when, you know, Megan and Jim eventually get back to the office. We're not going to read reviews from the podcast. However, we are going to read reviews of the 40-inch Galarian Farfetch'd Leak Plush the Pokemon Center released. Oh my gosh. Have Okay, little side note. If anyone listening to this or watching this does not follow the Pokemon Center reviews, uh, there's like a Twitter. It's unofficial, but it's like an unofficial Twitter and it's Pokemon Center Reviews. Um, just Google that and or search that in Twitter. Follow that account. It is the most pure thing you will ever see. This account basically goes through and finds the most precious, all-inducing Pokemon um, plush reviews from the website of like people like ranking like, oh, this is Evie, my best friend. I take them everywhere. It is the cutest thing. That Twitter, whenever I see it pop up on my timeline, 10 out of 10, every single time. It's like the We Rate Dogs accounts, but it's just like Pokemon Center reviews. So I'm very excited for this segment and change of pace. <laughs> yeah, so uh, back back in, uh, I think this was like in early January, uh, the Pokemon Center, which is the U.S. retail front for the Pokemon company, uh, released a 40-inch 
uh, leak, you know, to be held by Galarian Farfetch'd. Uh, people began talking about this, and let's hear some words uh, that uh, about these these plushes. So first, we have Kiwi K. Uh, the the header for this review is Why did I buy a forty inch leak? Never thought I'd buy a forty inch giant leak plush, but here we are. Good quality. It is soft, and it is so big you can use it as a pillow. Ten out of ten. Uh, Kathleen K says it's a big bonkifier. It's very good at bonking with maximum force. About to take over the moon with an iron fist with this thing in my hand. Uh, another, uh, let's see here. Let's, uh, we've got, I'm trying to find some like good ones that are just uh, super, super cute. Um, ah, The Leak of My Life uh, by Ashley C. Never have I loved a leak more than this. Bought again and will buy another Hashtag leak daddy. Hashtag father of three. Okay. Uh, why is the father of three necessary in this review? <laughs> are, uh, are you bonking your children with it? Yeah. Uh, Michelle G says, love this leak. An excellent leak. Makes you feel strong and confident when you hold it. Also very soft and fun to hug. Uh, oh. Yep. Oh, right. here's, here's one that makes a lot of sense. Emily H says... The soft leak is great for smacking. I am easily amused by smacking my boyfriend with this leak. It's crazy soft, so it doesn't hurt him usually. Usually. <laughs> What's the like 0.3 or 0.5% that it does hurt them usually? Um, a plus. That yeah. is, I, I, with this leak plush, I have um, recently, despite my best efforts, fallen into the TikTok rabbit hole. You know, oh, I held out for a really long time. I held out for as long as I could to not get a TikTok, but I saw this like Pokemon TikToker and I was like, it's over. So I've now fallen into a wellspring of TikTok. And I found this one channel and they have like three corgis and I can't remember the name is. I'll look it up and post it on Twitter. But they bought that leak and that leak is like the same size as the corgi. So they'll oh. like throw the leak and the corgi will bring it back. <laughs> and it's like trying so hard to carry this stupid leak uh it's amazing no it is uh it is it is uh i mean one tiktok is is amazing and i there's actually a review in here that talks about like i would not give my dog this leak um but clearly somebody has yeah yeah no i mean it's only been in like one video but that was the one that i saw and i was like Wait, that looks like a Pokemon plush. Like, I thought it might have been like a Squishmallow or something, like those really popular squishes that you can find at like every store right now. Mm. Um, but I was like, man, that really looks like the Pokemon leak. And then I looked it up and they've done like dumb pranks where it's like the the sink is leaking and they've put the leak in it and like, you know, those kind of dad joke pranks on each other because it's a couple that has these corgis. Um, but I love it. Also, as just a general plug for Pokemon TikTok, uh, there are some excellent people out there. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is my deep dive. Yeah, let's, let's, come TikTok. on, we got we got some time to fill. Tell us about um, the best Pokemon TikTok accounts, Megan. Okay, well, first I'm just gonna plug this one. This is gonna be my section. Hoffer gives everybody, um, you know, Pokemon fact of the week. I'm gonna give everyone a Pokemon TikTok of the week. <laughs> but there's this um, user. I believe their name is their actual name is Grace, but their uh, username is Mew is me 700, I believe, and they're uh, you know Pokemon archivist of you know 
<laughs> memorabilia and merchandise from the early 90s, like the earliest, like the weirdest stuff of Pokemon. Like when they had like um, Heinz, like baked beans, but it was like Lugia themed. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff but it was interesting because there is a and, and i didn't know this is that the reason i found this tiktok is because this is um one of the i think it's like 10 people in the world who has a pokemon vw bug like the vehicle that is pikachu it has Pikachu ears and tails. It's a yellow bug. It has a Pokemon logo that says, you know, got to catch them all. And it was actually owned by Nintendo, like way back in like the 90s. Um, and they had, I believe eight of them were officially owned. And, you know, if you're watching this and you know more about me, I might be getting this wrong because I've gotten all my information from TikTok, which we know is a very reliable source. Um, but I believe there's eight that were officially owned by Nintendo and um, FAO Schwartz sold two of them. And Mew is Me 700 owns one of the ones that, you know, Nintendo owned. Like she has the title from way back when that said that has Nintendo, like the company on her, on the car's title. Um, Seeing this car, it is, I mean, I can't really show it very well and I can't pull up the image because my computer is terrible. But like, if you can see my phone, if you're watching live, like that is the Pokemon, like Pikachu. It has like Pikachu ears, Pikachu eyes. Um, and she has some of the craziest memorabilia ever that I've ever seen for Pokemon, like straight up. Um, so if you're looking to have like a real nostalgia bomb of things that you remember from seeing in the 90s from Pokemon or things that you thought would never exist for Pokemon, but apparently do, you need to look up this TikTok because now, now like I want to see this car in real person so bad. I'm desperate for it, honestly. So I just found, uh, based on you, I found where, um, Mew is me 700 actually posted this to Reddit. So I sent a picture over to our producer. Um, so maybe he can throw it up on the screen. Uh, but there are some like crazy things. She she only paid $8,000 for this thing. It yeah. does apparently need a lot of work, though. It's a manual and it's yeah. diesel, which I think the diesel makes sense because the, the I, I, if I recall correctly, a lot of Volkswagens back in the yeah. day um, yeah, they you were, know, did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I it just kind of like cracks me up. It's like, oh, only $8,000. So, you know, if you too want a Pokemon themed beetle, uh, just keep an eye out for them because they, they apparently, uh, are selling for less than a Charizard card. There it is. Yeah. There, Thank you, Richard. Is, Look that at that is thing. It. That, you know, yeah, I believe the, the, the license on this was like, like Pika seven or something. It was, there was like the eight cars that were officially owned by Nintendo for like, you know, purposes of, you know, promotion advertising. And then two were sold by FAO Schwartz through the FAO Schwartz magazine mm -hmm. for $39,000 uh, back in the nineties. Yeah. So, you know, it did cost a fair bit of money. Um, now I believe they, they have popped up occasionally and I'm not sure if these are, you know, ones that have been recreated or if they're actually one of the originals um, that are trying to sell for like upwards of like a million dollars, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, apparently um, you as me, you know, got that car for $8,000 because they saw it um, and just like kind of followed up on it. And eventually somebody was like, it's just in a dump. We can't use it anymore give us money for it um but anyways that car is amazing if any of you have 
ever seen one in person, I want to know, please tell me, where can I go to see one of these cars? Like, I have a big thing for nerdy pop culture cars. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about cars, but I like nerdy adjacent cars, like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Uh, and so now this VW bug has joined that list. So, yeah, yes. it always, it always, I always go nuts. There are somebody who they tricked out a station wagon to resemble the Ecto one from Ghostbusters. And oh, like cool. I, they, they drive it around town and I always lose it. I always like point it out to my six year old who has never seen the Ghostbusters movies yet. And mm-hmm. he's just like, I, I don't know, nor do I care about this thing, dad. Um, I will say this. If you're ever in the Nashville area, there is a shopping center known as Nashville West. And there is somewhere around there. Somebody owns you know, a car that they decked out to look like the Ecto um, from uh, Ghostbusters, which is awesome. But on one side of it, I guess, to maybe pay for the upgrades, they rented space on that car to put an advertisement on it. And it's for one of those, like, totally scammy, not safe, like, diet pills. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, one side, you drive by it, and it's the Ecto from Ghostbusters. And then if you get on the other side of the car, it's this, like, this not hydroxy cut, but it's similar to that, that kind of medicine that, you know, is, is, is meant to help you lose weight that, but it's not, you know, overseen by the FDA. Um, and it's one of those like really loud advertisements. And you're like, that's not what I, that is not from Ghostbusters. <laughs> I do not remember that being in that movie whatsoever. Um, but I always love that car because half of it is very, you know, true to the series and the other half isn't. But also like at my wedding on Halloween, we're having a DeLorean there. Are you I'm like, so you're doing so a Halloween big. wedding? Is everyone oh, yeah. going to dress up for it? No, but uh, I have ordered Pikachu-shaped ceramic tea holders that look like a pumpkin. Nice. They're on the Pokemon store right now. That's my plug for the day. Yeah, they're like little Pikachu ceramic pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns, and you can put tea candles in it. So that's that's amazing. That's, that's you know, see, I I get to learn these little things about you, Megan, when Jim isn't around. It's so nice when Jim isn't here. In fact, that's going to lead us into our next session. Let's bash on Jim for the next 15 minutes. Oh, no! Jim is in the chat! Abort that! Never mind! Oh, man! Yes. We dodged a bullet there. We were just going to trash talk Jim because we know he never listens to the podcast episodes after they get posted. When he's not on, he doesn't bother. Um, But, you know, whoo! Yeah, Jim in the chat has just revealed the real reason he's not here. Uh, Jim is on a much-deserved vacation because he works very, very, very hard at comic book. Uh, but he forgot his mic on vacation. And who amongst us, you know, can can say we've not done that, forgotten uh, something? I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm going on vacation here in a few weeks. Uh, I'm going to Disney World, and there is not a chance uh, that I will be bringing my, my podcast mic with me. Uh, you guys are on your own for that one. You're not going to come to us live from Disney World? Uh, I'll be driving back from Disney World at the time of the, the oh, podcast. And while I do, I, I do have, you know, uh, I, I, well, I do have Wi-Fi and the new van that I, I just bought. Um, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to spend it all uh, trying to record a podcast live. And I think I think my wife will kill me if I try to do that. That is understandable. Well, hey, you deserve that vacation. I, too, will be in Disney World, but in November. So, yeah. you know, at that point, you know what? If I'm in Disney World, I might just do it live. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> live from Pandora. 
has nothing to do with <laughs> Pikachu. If only the Super Mario World uh, was open in in oh man Orlando, I, but even that doesn't have Pikachu yet. Yeah, when they, well, when when Universal Studios Japan finally cuts a deal to do a Pokemon area in the Nintendo Park, <sighs> game over. Yeah. It's over. So at that point, uh, it's over. <laughs> they win. <laughs> they win the theme park, you know, uh, prize. I, I will say that when that happens, uh, when there is a Pokemon theme park, I, I think what we should do is we should do like, you know, we should have CBS pay for me, you and Jim to go out there and we will record an episode in Japan at the Pokemon like theme park, whatever it is. We we, we gotta just, do one live. It doesn't yeah. matter like what ride we're on. If it's a roller coaster, a water ride, I don't care. We have to do it live. <laughs> yep. We, <laughs> we, we gotta do it. We a hundred percent will. And you know, the nice thing is is um, hey Jim, uh voice your displeasure, you know, where we can all hear it if you're uh you know, don't you're not gonna sign off on that. Wait, oh I only hear silence. So you must be good with it. Awesome. Well, we got All that right. very expensive trip. Uh, oh, Jim's actually okay with it. He says live show. Let's go. All right. Well, we're going now to we just Japan. have to bank on the Pokemon Park being added to the Super Nintendo Land or Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan. But fingers crossed. Anything can happen. Anything. So, yes. uh, I hope. Well, you know, now that we have taken this podcast delightfully off track, let's let's go and actually talk about some Pokemon stuff instead of us just making fun of Jim in the uh, in the chat. Have we talked about Pokemon cars. We talked about the Pokemon plushes. We yeah. are very on brand today. We are. We are. This is a much more. This reminds me of like the the like early episodes of the Pokemon podcast where we chaotic. Just, yeah, just talk <laughs> about anything. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, so. Uh, we got some more Pokemon Go Fest news, and this is going to be the part of uh, the, the time in which we talk about what Pokemon we still need, what legendary Pokemon we still need uh, to complete our Pokedexes, because every legendary Pokemon is coming back for one day, one day only, uh, as part of Pokemon Go Fest. Day two of Pokemon Go Fest will be Raid Day, and they are celebrating it by bringing them all back, every last one of them. Um, so... Uh, I'm pulling up the information about now. They're they're kind of doing, uh, they're dividing it um, by hour, similar to how they have done with other, uh, you know, other, uh, I, I can't think because I'm just so discombobulated today. Uh, they're, they're splitting up the Pokemon. Uh, they're rotating through them by hours, kind of like what they're going to be doing in day one, where certain Pokemon will only appear during certain hours. Um, so for this one, they're splitting them up uh, into four hours. Uh, we have Wind Hour, we have Lava Hour, we have Frost Hour, and we have Thunder Hour. Uh, so for Wind Hour, Mewtwo, Ho-Oh, Latias, Latios, Regigigas, uh, Altered Form, Garatina, Cresselia, Verizian, and Therian Form, Tornadus will be appearing. During Lava Hour, we've got Moltres, Entei, Regirock, Raldon, Heatran, Reshiram, uh, Terrakion, Therian form Landorus and Yavaltol will all be appearing in raids. Frost Hour will be Articuno, Suicune, Lugia, uh, Lugia, whew, uh, Regice, uh, Kyogre, Palkia, Curium, and uh, and uh, the Lake uh, Spirit Trio, Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf, and whatever their respective regions are. You won't get a chance at all three of them, only the one that usually shows up. Uh, finally, in Thunder Hour, it'll be Zapdos, Raikou, Registeel, 
Rayquaza, uh, Dialga, uh, Cobalan, uh, and Therian form, Thunderous, Zekrom, and Xerneas. I only mispronounced about 25% of those. Um, so uh, they are doing, um, you know, they, they, they are, hey, I just saw that Jim, Christian will pull up the information before introducing it. That's not how I roll, Jim. I'm a busy man. Uh, you know, if we do this spontaneously, geez, I'm getting roasted in the chat by Jim of all people. Oh, he'll, he'll, he'll get this back. And I, oh man, and there's a Geodude as his. Jim's profile icon on Twitch is a Geodude, which is the most on brand thing I've ever seen, honestly. That, that might be the lamest thing. At first, I thought we were pulling up like a nine year old's comment, but you know, not a single thing, uh, you know, capitalized. It was really bad. And we know he can capitalize it because he's just posted something in all caps. So it's just laziness. Anyways, uh, Megan, what legendary Pokemon are you missing from Pokemon? Um, I mean, to be honest, I, I am missing a fair bit, especially the the, the legendary like Therion forms. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why it is when it comes to like legendary raids. I'm never I just I never have anyone around me to do it. It's usually just like me and my fiance, and I never think to invite anyone or like See if they're busy. So I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, I could do it. But <laughs> so it never works out for me. The the thing that is pretty important for is that this will be like one of the first times that a lot of these Pokemon have appeared since they introduced remote raids. So uh, there is a good likelihood. Like I'm in the same boat. Like I don't have a lot yeah. of people who play right around me. It's hard to coordinate. Like I've got two kids. I'm not going to be running around doing raid groups and stuff like that. But this will give you a good opportunity to do, do remote raids. So if anyone is doing a Rayquaza uh, remote Dang. raid, uh, I need it. Uh, Palkia, uh, Dialga, I need those. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and and all the Gen Five, the main, the mascot Gen Five legendaries, um, Zekrom and um, Kiram, mm. uh, and I can't remember the third one. And I could look it up, but you know, Jim apparently will just make fun of me for forgetting. Actually, I'm not Jim, so uh, Dialga. Uh, no, Dialga's a, that, that's a, no, not Dialga. Um, mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing awful. Take away. Let's see. We've, we've got. All I know. So, I mean, I have Rayquaza. I have several Rayquaza. Rayquaza is like probably, I would say my number one favorite uh, legendary Pokemon. Um, but you, in my opinion, can never have too many Rayquaza. So anyone does a Rayquaza raid coming forward for uh, GoFest? Hit me up. I want Rayquazas. I would like a shiny Rayquaza that is one of the only shinies I actually want because you just look so cool. <laughs> uh, don't have that. I just have a bunch of normal Rayquaza um, who I could turn it, who, for, you know, for some I could turn it to candy, but I refuse because I love each and every single one of them. Uh, I'm trying to think if I need, I mean, I have a fair bit of like the first few gens. I do have yeah. Zekrom, strangely enough. Um, and, and I mean, Pokemon- like anything at like anything Gen Six forward, I probably need because I just mm-hmm. don't do the legendary collections a lot. Yeah, I it was uh, it was Reshiram. I th- for whatever reason I got into my head that Reshiram was a Gen Four Pokemon, and that's why I, I skipped over it. But it's uh, you know Reshiram, yeah. Zekrom, Kyurem. And, uh, you know, Palkia and Dialga are the Gen uh, Gen 4 ones. So, yeah, uh, I need the Gen 4 mascot legendaries, the Gen 5 mascot legendaries, and uh, Rayquaza. So, if you're planning on doing Pokemon Go Fest, uh, please, 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 please send out those remote raids uh, 
to to me to Megan. You don't have to send him to Jim. You know he's he's just going to he's just going to hold you down anyways. He doesn't have a single good. Hey, he's on vacation. Training. He should be able to do whatever he needs to. Yeah. Without well, that Pokemon Go, you know, unless he's having actually family time, in which case maybe not. But you have a chance. Uh, but I will yeah. make myself available. <laughs> yeah. So this is you know so this is during Pokemon Go Fest. So this will be coming up here. Uh, July seventeenth uh, and July eighteenth. The Ray Day will take place on July eighteenth. July seventeenth is the Music Festival Day, where you can catch a bunch of cool Pokemon that you usually can't get. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a good time. Uh, so we'll probably do a full breakdown of Pokemon Go Fest uh, during next week's episode. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's about it. Is there anything else that you uh, you know? Uh, <laughs> Why would we send invites wow. when you don't join Christian? I do join on a fair amount. The problem is I only have so much money I can spend on on mm. a Pokemon Go Fest. I get a lot of invites every day. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyways, Megan, is there anything else that we should cover before we jump into the Poke Fact of the Week? No, I think we need to go into the Poke Fact of the Week because you missed something about it that is truly horrifying. Yes. Uh, so um, we're talking about Spinarak and Ariados. Uh, these are the classic spider Pokemon from the Johto region. And uh, the the really creepy fact about this is Ariados, uh, uh, as a spider, uh, produces silk, which it can then shoot out of, um, you know, it, it shoots out and uses as a as an attack. Uh, so Ariados actually has uh, two ways to uh, shoot silk from you, one from its front and run from its rear. Uh, so it can shoot it from its mouth, and it also has a gland in the back that it can shoot it from. The creepy part about this is that Ariados shoots out a continuous stream of silk at all times that uh, you know from its rear that leads back to its nest. So Ariados is always shooting out silk out of its butt. That is that is uh, terrifying. My thing. So that's terrifying. And, and like I don't necessarily have a thing against spiders. I have a, I have had a lot of very interesting encounters with spiders in my life, uh, including but not limited to living in a brown recluse infested apartment in college. Uh, so that that was unfortunate for anyone, who want, for anyone who doesn't know. There's like two very well-known poisonous spiders in the United States and brown recluse is one of them. <laughs> and it was infested. Uh, but for my terrifying fact about Spinarak, if you go to uh, like the Y uh, game data entry for Ariados, it says that it attaches its silk to its prey, but then it sets it free because later it will track that silk to its prey and all of its friends and it will then kill all of them. I so totally missed that. Yeah, Hopper, it like puts a tracker on its prey and then it's like, all right, you can go. I let you go. You're fine. And the prey's like, oh, thank God, I'm fine. Then it goes back to its friends and it's like, guys, I almost died earlier. But no, it doesn't know. It's a horror movie situation a la Halloween. Ariados comes crawling back, tracks its silk, and then kills its prey that it let go and all of its friends and family. That's that's absolutely horrifying. That that's- is so messed. That is a horror movie. That is a Pokemon horror short if someone wants to animate it or film it or write it. I, I think it was no, it wasn't Ariados. I think it's Spinarak who mentioned uh, in the Pokedex entry. It mentions that Spinarak's like chosen prey is Cutie Fly, 
was <laughs> like, oh, all, all the Pokemon. Yeah, all the Pokemon. Why'd you gotta go for that guy? Also, I think it's interesting that in the uh, Sun entry, it says that there are some areas where people use the string that um, Ariados spins for their own weaving, and that it's very popular because it's strong. So is it? So basically, can Ariados does he produce the equivalent of Kevlar <laughs> in the Pokemon <laughs> universe? Like, can he spin the thread that makes like bulletproof? clothing because we do know that there are guns and weapons in the pokemon universe even though it got censored in america um so that is the thing that we know like is is do like <laughs> i don't know law enforcement places have area dust on hand to like fix their kevlar no i'm curious so you know the the, the thing is that I always found interesting about um, Spinarak and Ariados, they do not talk about the fact that Spinarak has like an emoji on its back, like at all. Mm-mm, like it just no. doesn't come up. Like, and, and I find that to be kind of weird that, you know, you put something like that in there and we just don't talk about it. We just don't talk about it at all. Or just yet, that. who knows? Maybe, maybe Gen 9, Gen 10, maybe those will be the entries that finally kind of solve the mystery for us. Uh, chances are they, you know, Spinarak wouldn't even be in that game. So, uh. wow, Rip. Whoa. Alrighty. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest bug type trainer. I don't lean into them as a natural first thing. It's just not my thing. I just don't really mind. So for me, it's not not a big deal. But again, I will not rest until we get that explanation. So it's going to have to come forward. That's the only reason I'm invested. Uh, Well, and so now that you know how Ariados kills its prey, uh, go and uh, mull that one over. And uh, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Megan, where can people find you across the wide world of the internet? Yes, if you want to uh, talk to me over on Twitter about all the lovely things we talked about today from Pokemon to My Hero Academia, you can find me at Megan Peters CB. I would love to chat. Uh, you can find me at Seahoffer Seabus, and you can find Jim when he is on, which is very rarely, at Jim Viscardi. Uh, If you want to support this podcast, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, That is a great way to kind of help boost engagement and um you know the the apple algorithm responds well to those reviews and make sure that more people see our podcast uh you can also follow us on twitter our uh our our twitter for the podcast is at pokemon pod cb um and uh yeah the other way is if you're listening to this via podcast form come and check us out live sometime we do and uh we, we we do engage with our our listeners who pop up in the chat so yeah, uh, so yeah. I and think I have that- to I have to say real quick. I believe it was early in the chat. One of our listeners, uh, Lapper Pokey fan, said that he was taking his exams last week. So I hope you did good. A plus. Exams are difficult. I empathize. <laughs> so I hope everything went well. Yeah. No. I I'm, I'm I I also hope that you know you 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 score well and that you know that leads to you getting a job that allows you to continue to interact with us every week uh, during our chat because Lifeheart Poke Fan is always always in our chat and it is much appreciated. Um, so that's it for this week. Until next time, uh, keep uh, keep catching Pokemon.